Welcome to the Victorious Souls Podcast with self-love coach, Danielle Burnock. Things happen in our lives that make us feel powerless. But Danielle believes that anyone can become a victorious soul by reclaiming what belongs to them, their value, their belovedness, and their God-given superpower. The Victorious Souls Podcast is dedicated to empowering you to rise up, reclaim, and embrace the change from survive to thrive as a victorious soul through the power of love. And now, here's that lady on the internet who loves you, Danielle. Hello, my friends. It's Danielle Burnock from DanielleBurnock.com. Love yourself from Survive to Thrive, that lady on the internet who loves you. And I'm here today with a special edition of the podcast recorded just for you, my Victorious Souls podcast listeners, because today is my birthday. So I am celebrating my birthday with this special edition for you for me to share a little bit about me because you've been Whether you're new to the podcast or whether you've been listening to me from the beginning, it's good to know who you're listening to, right? Besides, this is just going to be for fun too. Hopefully, I am going to make you laugh. I am getting these things uh, from an article that I wrote a while back and had published on a platform called medium.com. And the title of the article is 10 Bizarre Things About Me for Fun for My Birthday. And so I shared these 10 things and I want to share them with you. And so you can have fun and you can get to know me a little bit better. So we're just taking a little break from being serious here on the Victoria Souls podcast to just put some fun in your day because one of my hashtags is don't forget to laugh. And so for your entertainment, I'm going to be sharing these with you. And if you want to see the pictures that go with it, go to my website, DanielleBurnock.com. And you can put bizarre in the search and then you can find it and you can see the fun pictures after you hear me share this with you. So the first thing that I want to share with you that you might find bizarre, weird or strange is I once lived with 30 dogs. Yes, 30. I did, you heard that right. 30 dogs. When I was a kid, My parents, they bred and raised Labrador Retrievers. It started with just one dog, but then their hobby kind of got out of hand. It became an obsession with them, and we traveled around the country for field trials, shows, breeding, and my dad built a thing called a whelping pen, and we had it in the basement for the puppies. And it was large enough to comfortably accommodate the 25 puppies. Yeah, 25 puppies we had from two separate litters at the same time. There were 12 in the one litter and 13 in the other litter. And then we had five adult dogs. So that was 30 dogs that I was living with. The second bizarre thing about me is I let a cattle drive when I was 13. What does that mean? Where did I live? Well, when I was in eighth grade, I had a teacher that I loathed. Yeah, I was in eighth grade. So just think about (laughs) that time in a kid's life 
they have trouble with teachers and I had a trouble with this teacher and because of the trauma that was already starting in my life, uh, I, I really had a big problem with this teacher. But I was not the only one who had a problem with this teacher. The whole class wanted to make this poor woman's life miserable. And me and this other kid in the class, we took the leadership role and led the entire class to torment her. I'm sorry to say, but it is true. Our favorite thing to do was leading what we called a cattle drive. What this was is we were sitting in our desks and we would shout out, cattle drive! And the entire class would start sliding their desks and chairs toward the front of the room, mooing loudly. Moo! We thought it was hilarious. She did not. That year, I knew the vice principal very well. The third thing about me you may find bizarre is I might be part nomad. What does that mean? Well, I love moving. Many people think I'm crazy to love moving. I love going through all the things when we're packing stuff up and reminiscing or throwing things away. I just love the whole sorting thing of going through that. And also moving is like a new adventure. I know not all adventures end up being fun, but and not every place that we've lived has been wonderful either. And my shortest stay was two weeks in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh my goodness, yeah, that was two weeks. Lived in a hotel. I was pregnant. It was awful. But our longest was eight years in a huge house in Shelby Township, Michigan. And the farthest I moved was from Michigan to Arizona and then back again to Michigan five years later. I've moved a total of 13 times in my life so far. That's a lot compared to some. And then I've learned there are people who have moved far more times than I have. But I enjoy the whole moving thing. Number four, my mom was nutty. In my mom's later years, she had a friend named Marge. They'd go out into the country foraging for food, corn, cabbage, broccoli, all kinds of farm stuff. She loved driving in the country and getting all that produce. And when she also went out with her friend, they would look for nut trees, black walnuts, hickory nuts. And when they found them, they'd bring a ton of them home. And sometimes they'd find a tree on the side of the road. And other times they know that the tree belonged to someone. So they would just go up to their door and ask, hey, can we gather some of these nuts? And the people always were like, yeah, sure. Great. Clean up the mess on my lawn. And they would gather these black walnuts and the hickory nuts and they'd bring them home. And my mom had a special nutcracker to open these nuts. It was an inertia nutcracker. It was really large and weird looking. I got a picture of it on my website. And I would help her crack open the nuts for the meat inside. So I guess it makes me a little nutty too. Number five, my marriage was arranged. I first met him when I was 13. We went to school together and he called me Cabbage. It was in a class we, we read together. I had no inkling back then when I was 13. This, it was the same year that I led the cattle drive I was telling you about. I had no inkling that he'd become my husband. But when I was, on, when I was 19, I went on a six-week-long road trip across the United States that changed the entire course of my life. And it's by the grace of God alone that I lived to tell the tale. That whole story is in my book, Emerging with Wings. It's, it's, there's parts in there that you go, really? 
Wow. Yeah. If you haven't read Emerging with Wings, you should grab yourself a copy. You will not be disappointed. But less than a year later, after that road trip, this guy that I went to school with in eighth grade, he re-entered my life due to the new course of my life of uh, the Lord finding me and apprehending me in that car. You got to get the book. But just a few months prior to that, his life had been altered by the same intervention. God interrupted our lives and saved us from destroying our lives. But that intervention, the cause of reconnection, um, like I just said, it saved us from destroying our lives. I'm just so thankful. But I still had no inkling that uh, I would be marrying him. And three months later, the arrangement began. It was subtle at first, but as the days passed, the arrangement became clearer. It wasn't a matter of falling in love. Instead, we both were following specific directions that we believe God had given us. It was weird. It was strange and even bizarre. But we weren't the only ones that were aware of this supernatural pairing. Only 27 days later, we became engaged in the most awkward way supernaturally arranged. Yeah, other people were saying things to us. We're like, how do you know? And they're like, well, God told me. How do you know? Well, God told me. But it was. It was arranged by God. And I only know two other couples that have been through something that bizarre and weird. And when we got married, I looked like I was 12, but we had both turned 21. And number six, I almost got my mother arrested. Yep. True story. (laughs) I started doing drugs after my father died when I was 14. After I graduated from high school, I sold them to pay for my habit. And after my intervention, like I just mentioned in the arranged marriage thing, I was still getting high and selling pot. Yeah, I was uh, going to church and reading my Bible and getting high and selling pot. And I also planted seeds of pot plants in my mother's garden. And I named these plants after the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah, I, my, my <laughs> I, I have shared with you a little bit before about how my, my, my spiritual walk is a little out of the ordinary. But that year that, I, that, that was all going on, my mother turned 50, and my brother threw her a big party in the backyard, and he invited the neighbors and... One of our neighbors was a police officer, and he inquired about my illegal plants that were planted in her garden. She told him that they were spider plants. I don't know if he believed her or he just simply had mercy on her because that was not the right thing to do. (laughs) I'm so thankful for the grace of God. Number seven, I have an addiction. I, uh, for our 25th wedding anniversary, my husband and I went to Puerto Vallarta, and this is where the addiction began. We went ziplining for the first time at a place called Canopy El Eden. It was terrifying and exhilarating, and by the end of that course, I was hooked. I loved the speed, the heights, hanging upside down and doing flips. And we have been ziplining a lot of times since then and in three countries. My favorite was the Flying Hawaiian on Maui. We could see the ocean on both sides of the island. That's how high up in the mountains that we were. And I have read about a man in the Guinness World Records 
who was 106 who broke that record as the oldest person to do zip lining. I'd love to break that record. And so my husband and I, we look for places to go zip lining on all our vacations. In fact, we were supposed to go on a vacation in 2020 to celebrate our 40th wedding anniversary and going to the uh, longest zip line in North America was on our radar, but unfortunately due to COVID pandemic, we were not able to go on that trip. So sad. Number eight, when I was 30, I entered the Witness Protection Program. The year I turned 30, it changed my name, how I looked, and where I lived. It really wasn't through the government, but it was all part of my healing process from the childhood traumas that I write about and why I talk about. I wasn't trying to hide from anyone. What I was doing is I was trying, I was finding myself. I tried to hide from myself for so many years. And that year, the year I turned 30, that year was a witness to the cha- all the changes going on inside of me. If you want to go to my website, I have a picture of myself there. My hair is about one inch long on the top. <laughs> I cut it off because my husband said something to me about someone. Um, and so I'm like, oh, I wonder. He said I look cute. So I I just cut my hair all off. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, I, that's the year I changed my name. The, the premiere episode of Victoria's Souls podcast tells you the story of why I changed my name. It's around a trauma. and But that's the year I changed my name to Danielle. I changed it um, at the suggestion of my mom. And I also grew out my, my nails. I had been biting my nails for years. It was a trauma response and I would make my, my fingers would bleed. I would bite them so badly. But I grew out my nails. They were long. They were polished. They were beautiful. And I cut off my hair and I changed my name. So I didn't look anything like I did the year before. Number nine, I'm a bit of a pyro. As a kid, I used to burn leaves in the street. I love the smell of that. Oh my goodness. I love the smell of that. And as a I was a campfire girl as a little kid, and I had to learn how to build a fire with just one match. I loved the smell of burning wood, too. And when my kids were growing up, we had a fireplace, and on Christmas morning, we'd burn all the wrapping paper in boxes. Uh, my son really loved doing that. He's a bit of a pyro, too. And uh, we live in a nicely wooded subdivision, and I have a nice big fire pit thing, and I love having fires in them because I find fire so mesmerizing, but I know it's dangerous. So I am very careful about it. Number 10. And the final bizarre thing about me to share is I like crazy hair. Well, I alluded to that in, you know, the witness protection part of how I cut my hair all off. And I've had long hair. I've had big perm hair. Uh, I went to cosmetology school when I was in high school. And at that time, I put a thing in my hair called a semi-permanent color. And it was red. And I hated it. And I washed my hair all weekend because I hated it so much, which is really funny because my hair is a lot of red. (laughs) I call it fire hair. It's um, red on the top and goes down to the yellow. You probably see it in my picture. But uh, it's funny because I didn't like the red then, but I'm not the same person as I once was then. I've had my hair all different kind of crazy ways. And I was looking when I wrote this article of trying to do something else 
because I am getting older and wondering about, um, also because of COVID, people were letting their hair grow out because they couldn't go to the hair salon. So I was like, what would I look like if I let my hair be gray? How much would it be gray? What would I do? So I was looking on Pinterest. I found this really cool hairstyle, which I'll describe to you, but you really got to go to my, my website and see it. This lady's got her hair like cut off like in a mohawk. And on one side, it's got the gray silver in it. And on the other side, it's fire hair from the root. It's red up to the yellow. And then it's really super short on the side. And I was thinking about doing that for my hair, but my hair won't stand up like that. So, so sad. I wanted to do that, but I won't. I won't because it won't do that. It will look awful, not as awesome as it does on her. And so, isn't that bizarre? Was that fun to go through all those 10 things with you? How I lived with 30 dogs. I once let a cattle drive. I might be part nomad. My mom was nutty. My marriage was arranged. I almost got my mother arrested. I have an addiction of zip lining. And when I was 30, I entered the witness protection program, a bit of the pyro, and I love crazy hair. I hope you had fun listening to this today, and I hope you have a great day, and I'm going to enjoy the rest of my day having a happy birthday. And so till next time, I'm Danielle Burnock from DanielleBurnock.com. Love yourself from Survive to Thrive. I love you. Mwah! Thank you so much for listening to the Victorious Souls Podcast. You matter and you are loved. We'd love to connect with you further. So please visit us at DanielleBurnock.com and grab a copy of Danielle's free audiobook. And remember, only you can change your life. No one can do it for you.